Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the universe a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here! Hello, friends, and happy holidays. I hope they're merry and bright. I also understand this time of year is very complex. Many emotions are woven into the tapestry of the holiday season. With that in mind, I intend to do something a little different with this episode, and as you may have gathered from the episode title, (laughs) give you some holiday kindness tips that you can then carry into the new year. To do this, I have the help of a very special friend from a foundation I truly admire. I'm talking about Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. Baby, I was born this way. I'm Carolyn Gaga Style this year. The Born This Way Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was founded in 2012 by Lady Gaga and her wonderful mother, Cynthia Germanata, to support youth mental health and work with young people to build a kinder and braver world. They make kindness cool. It's cool to be kind. And you know who else I think is cool? My fellow musical theater nerd, the magnificent Mariah Carey. I mean, Mariah, oh, Mariah (laughs) Carey. Mariah Carey is a program associate for Born This Way Foundation, where she helps assist with channel kindness, please stay, and other programs. Previously on Mariah, (laughs) she worked for Missoula Children's Theater, traveling and teaching over 3,000 youth around the world a musical theater production in just one week. A recent University of Montana graduate in journalism and entertainment management, Mariah is passionate about the arts, female entrepreneurship, she has her own small business called The Giddy Thrifter, (laughs) and creating a world where kindness and mental health awareness are at the heart of everything. I loved our conversation. It was such a joy to get to know Mariah a bit and learn more about the wonderful work that she's doing with so many others at the Born This Way Foundation. I hope this episode brings you some comfort and joy, dear listener. Now, without further ado, 
cozy up with a mug of hot cocoa, and enjoy some holiday kindness tips from Mariah Karras and I. Mariah Karras and I. You know, you're so fun to research because it, my Google kept auto-correcting you to Mariah Carey. Yes. Every time I get coffee, every yeah. time, or an appointment, they're like, I thought you were going to say Mariah Carey. And I'm like, surprise, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah, no, Karis. <laughs> well, all I wanted for Christmas was to talk to you about kindness. And that is coming true, which is so wonderful. I am really honored to have you here today. I so admire you and your work with the Born This Way Foundation. And I just thank you for being here, first of all. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here and be among the roster of amazing guests that you have on this podcast. Oh, you're so kind. We've been very lucky. Lots of really wonderful people. And there's such humanity. So that's kind of the cool thing to talk to these people we maybe put on pedestals and then see that at the end of the day, they sort of want the same things for the world, hopefully, that we all want, which is wonderful. And, you know, looking at that, The first question I always ask folks is, what does kindness mean to you? So I would love your definition of kindness to get rocking and rolling, Mariah. So to be very honest with you, I've been thinking about this question like nonstop the last few days. It's exciting. Because we work with, you know, the idea of kindness every day at Born This Way Foundation, but I never really think about how do I define kindness? Um, So I would say... I think kindness is, to me, like the little moments. I think it is meeting someone where they're at um, and kind of giving the gift of being present uh, and kind of just truly listening and truly being there for them, whether that's actually seeing how they are and not just, Mm -hmm. you know, saying, how are you? Good. Thanks. Bye. But actually, you know, checking in and being there. um, I think it's the little things. I love that. I think you're spot on with that. You know, the word present is so wonderful because it's present and it's also present. You know, it's a gift. It's literally a gift. And I think just to hold space with somebody is such a kind of an, an important and undervalued thing in our society with social media. Everybody has a voice, which is wonderful. But then there's the opposite end of you know, everybody always wants to maybe have the microphone and talk as I literally talking to a microphone right now. <laughs> but there, there sort of isn't as much value placed on just sitting with someone and not maybe having a solution, but just being there with them. So I really love that you said that because a little moment of just sitting on a couch with somebody can actually change their entire world, you know? Absolutely. And I think in, you know, this day and age, you know, phones are so important, right? We mm-hmm. do so much on our phones. But the gift of like putting your phone down and just like having a moment with someone where like nothing else matters right now. Like you matter. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to check in with you. Like, I think that is just the biggest gift. I think so too. Should we do it to you matter to me from waitress? Because I hear you're a musical theater nerd over here. Oh my gosh. It's like my soul. I was actually listening to um, Adina Menzel live, uh, her singing Defying Gravity in her like purple dress a few years ago. Um, So I am very much a musical theater nerd. That makes me so happy. I clearly am one as well. I mean, I might as well wear a t-shirt that says I love musical theater. So, you know, before we get into all the glory that is born this way, I did want to kind of pick your brain about your background and just geek out for a bit because I know you worked in youth theater 
And yes, I just wonder, looking back now, what do you think that kind of adds to what you're doing? You know, I think musical theater people, theater people in general, have such valuable skills to apply to other career sets. And a lot of the times we do have to apply them to other career sets because it's so hard to break through this industry. So yeah, I would love to know what you think those skills are for you. Yeah. So I have always loved theater, um, but I never really knew it was kind of for me until middle school. I was in a basketball accident and kind of happened upon theater. Uh, And I kind of started working with youth really early on. um, And there was something about like the really pure joy that young people have, whether they're in middle school or high school or early college, um, they just are so passionate and so authentic. And I just kind of fell in love with working with young people. And so when I was in my early 20s, I got to work with Missoula Children's Theater and travel around the country teaching a musical in a week um, to about 60 kids. Um, And Missoula Children's Theater was oftentimes like the only performing arts that a lot of these kids had for the year. And so it was so eye-opening to just see their passion and their ability to be so grateful for just a couple hours of rehearsal. And I think it made me just fall in love with the idea of storytelling Mm -hmm. and the different mediums that it can have. and so I never really knew that I was going to go into nonprofit work, but the kind of idea of storytelling and the love for storytelling, I think, has always been there. And so it kind of happened where I took the ability to work with young people in a musical theater setting and kind of was lucky enough to kind of weave it into nonprofit work and my work with Born This Way Foundation. Um, And so now I get to help young people tell their stories and feel more comfortable sharing what their lives have been like and their struggles and what they're going through. And so it's a little serendipitous and a little full circle, but I just feel really lucky to kind of have that circle effect and to be working with kids again and young people. It's, It's really incredible. That's so cool. I'm very curious, actually, about one of the first things you do maybe when you sit down with someone who's a little apprehensive or nervous to share their story. Do you have any, I guess, little tricks of the trade you do or things to make people more comfortable? I fully realize also the last question I asked you was a real interview question. It was like a job interview question. I'm like, what skill sets do you have that apply? I know. <laughs> but I love that. I'm glad. But now, you know, now with the Born This Way Foundation, as you're getting people to share their stories. I think sharing stories is just a great thing to do, whether you work for a foundation, have a podcast, or you're just meeting someone at a coffee shop. So I guess, yeah, what's your advice for making people comfortable enough to really open up? I think it really goes back to the idea of being present with someone um, and really just kind of letting them know that, like, I'm truly listening to you. I'm truly sitting here and asking you, like, what do you want to say? Like, how are you feeling? What are you apprehensive about? What are you excited about? I think asking questions is a really good place to start. Um, Because I just think young people, whether you're 12 or 24, Mm. they know kind of that there are stories there. They just need to kind of be asked enough to, to bridge the surface, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It reminds me of my grandma, who I say this on here often, so I apologize, listeners, but I think it's wonderful would always have a little kindness cue card, I call it. When Whenever we would meet, she would have a list of questions to ask me about school, about 
going to see a show, there'd always be like a little piece of paper that would fall out of her bag or be in her car. And I thought it was so I funny. I'm like, she has notes on us hanging out. And over the years, I so appreciated it because it is the kindness of curiosity that you're yeah. hitting on right now. I love that. I want a cue card now. Like, that's such a good idea. Oh, let's do it. Let's copy my nanny. I mean, I have one here for you. I have so many questions. And I think I love that. to start at the very beginning, to keep this on theme with our love for musicals, yes. I <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> would love to know how you found your way to the Born This Way Foundation. Yes. I just, now the musical theater is like in my head. Okay. (laughs) At the very beginning, let's do it. No, it's good. This is actually the perfect podcast because someone has the same brain as me. They're like, and squirrel musical theater. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, It's going to (laughs) happen quite often, everybody. So maybe make it some kind of, I won't say drinking game, but every time you hear us do that, you know, just give someone a smile on the street. There you go. Oh, perfect. Like a (laughs) kindness game. Yeah. There we go. Um, Let's see. So I was lucky enough to start as an intern with Born This Way Foundation Mm -hmm. a few years ago. uh, And I hadn't heard that much about Born This Way Foundation when I originally found them. And I was really shocked because um, I obviously really love Lady Gaga and I love all the work she does. Um, And I was really, really intrigued by the foundation because I grew up in small town Wisconsin. We didn't really talk about mental health. We did not really talk about feelings and what you're struggling with. Mm. You know, it was very surface level. And so um, when I got the chance to intern with them and then eventually started working with them, it was kind of this really cool, you matter, we're going to talk about the things, epiphany. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was really cool to be on the opposite side of that. Mm. Yeah, that's that's such a cool story to hear. You know, I remember I had a friend actually to bring it back to musical theater that I did a show with in the city. And she was a little secretive about her job. But as I got to know her, I found out she was, I think she was technically Cynthia's assistant, but she was working with Lauren this way forever. So she'd always be like, LG, LG. I'm like, who's LG? And then the family came to see the show. (laughs) And that's really how I learned about the Born This Way Foundation. I mean, obviously the cause has struck my heart on many different levels. And I just love the tangible things y'all are doing to really make a difference in this world. I think you specifically work on programs like Channel Kindness and Please Stay. Can you just give us all a little overview about what you're doing day to day over at Born This Way? I think that rhymed. Yeah, it did rhyme. Rhyming all the time. And all right. Yes, would love to. So I am the programs associate at Born This Way Foundation, uh, which was founded by Lady Gaga and her mom, Cynthia. Um, And I get to work a lot with our youth, which is really incredible. Mm. So we have Channel Kindness, which is our digital storytelling platform. So we that's where we really work with young people to help them develop their stories, post their stories, publish their stories. Um, and we've just started a program called the Storytellers Club, where we have prompts and free writing times where I lead a workshop. Kind of what we were just talking about, asking questions to bring them into the conversation mm. and kind of pick a starting point to start talking about their lives. Um, And really kind of this club is acting as a bridge to help people take those thoughts and ideas and then look at it and go, okay, how can we turn this into a story? Mm -hmm. How can we, you know, take your thoughts and your story and then push it to channel kindness if you want, if you're inspired to, you obviously don't have to. Um, So I love getting to do that and working with young people in that way. I also work with Please Stay, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. It is um, a platform that is through Find Your Anchor. 
Um, they are basically suicide prevention boxes that people all over the country and world can build. They can send out. Um, it's a really incredible nonprofit. Um, and I also help with our advisory board. So our mm. advisory board is made up of 31 young people from around the world. Uh, they're all doing really incredible things, different causes. Some people are really passionate about climate change or indigenous rights, um, but they all help us kind of look at our programming and look at what we're doing. Um, and they also write for Channel Kindness. Mm. So those are a couple things that I get to do. Just a couple. So yeah, you're you're not Just busy at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, not at all. I love that. Thank you for all you're doing, first of all. And yeah. second of all, I wonder, I know your foundation is so intentional about everything that's put out there from top to bottom, which I really appreciate. And looking at this time of year, I'm, I'm sure there have been conversations of how to intentionally put programming out there and messaging that aligns with what's going on in the world, because that's kind of how you reach people is, is connecting to the now. And so looking at sort of the holiday season and what's to come with the new year, are there any specific initiatives that Born This Way and you are doing to spread more kindness? And how can we all get involved in that? Yeah, so day to day, I would say channel kindness and our social media is how we interact with young people the most. I've seen you on um, there. And I've that's... seen your videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's what we really kind of focus on day to day so we can actually interact with young people. Um, but we also, of course, have resources like the Be There Certificate, which is a really incredible mm. free resource um, that anyone can take. It's about 90 minutes. It's free. It's self-paced. Um, and it's an online mental health course, basically teaching people how to recognize if someone is struggling and what they can do. Um, and also reminding them what they're not responsible for mm. and what they're not, you know, you know, you can't be everything for everyone, right? But you can help them get somewhere where they can get the help they need. Um, and so it's in French and English and Spanish, and it's uh, an amazing resource. And we love talking about it. And we love hearing young people talk about it and that they've taken it mm -hmm. and they then can help their friends if their friends feel really down or, or out of it, or they don't know how to talk to someone in their lives. So we have a handful of resources and they are all on our website. Uh, and yeah, that's a little bit of, there's quite a few, but that's a couple that's of them. incredible. Yeah. So run to the website, everybody virtually run, I guess, or run carrying your phone. <laughs> I don't know. Do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I, I really, again, appreciate and admire all of that. You know, I think while many folks associate the holiday season with sort of being merry and bright, as we know, it can also be really difficult. So having resources like that this time of year, when things are, you know, I don't have the data in front of me, but I know a lot of things tend to skyrocket and we're kind of living in a mental health pandemic. So, I mean, firsthand, I just know with my family and things we've gone through, it can be a really, it's such a uh, time of duality, you know? You're, you're trying to have yeah. these wonderful parties and celebrate and connect with people. And then at the same time, you're thinking about the people that you're missing, that you, things you've been through. So do you have any advice specifically for folks who don't experience as much joy during the holiday season? Yeah, I love that question. Um... And it's something we talk about quite a bit, uh, just as a team sometimes. It's like, you know, for some people, the holidays can be wonderful, but they can also be incredibly hard if you don't feel accepted by your family, if you feel like there's tension with your family, if you feel like you don't 
belong with your family. Like family, you know, comes in all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and forms. Um, I would say be patient with yourself. If you need time, if you need to step away, that's always okay. If you need help, it's okay to ask for help, but it's also okay to really prioritize yourself. I know if you're at a party and it's a room full of people and busy things, it's really easy to get overwhelmed uh, and kind of feel trapped. And so I would say it's okay to advocate for yourself and, and for what you need and take care of you and your mind and your body and really just pay attention to that. My nanny, who I quote nonstop, always says, I just said this to someone today, put the oxygen mask on you first, and then you can put it on someone else. That's my favorite analogy. Mm -hmm. I actually love that analogy because if you don't take care of you, then there is no you, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't do all these things if you don't take care of you and your mental health and your body first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it does really start with with you. Is there one, I know there's so many resources, but is there one resource you kind of point people to first? Is it the getting the certification? Is there sort of just one you're like, start here. If you don't know where to start, start here. (laughs) I, yeah, I love that. Um, I would say channel kindness because they're kind of short snippets. Mm. So with every channel kindness piece, you know, they're also not just pieces that people have written. Our team writes some of the pieces, if there are resources you're looking for in a certain area, we also write pieces on all kinds of things that are happening in life and in young people's lives. And so they're really kind of easier nuggets, I guess, so to speak, um, to kind of look at what we're doing and look at some resources that you can find instantaneously mm-hmm. um, for kind of short, faster I just need a little like validation. I just need a little reminder that I matter, that I'm loved, that like it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think also hearing another young person write those words can be really impactful too. Yeah. So I'd probably say go to Channel Kindness first, but Be There Certificate is an incredible resource when you have some more time to really dedicate mm-hmm. to to learning and to growing and to, you know, just learning to be there for other people. You know, I think be there is probably the answer to my next question that I was really wondering about, which is the opposite end of what we just talked about, sort of resources for people supporting the people struggling with mental health in the wintertime and beyond. And I would love to know if there's something from there or channel kindness, specifically an exercise or just, I don't know, something that resonates with you that you would tell those people who are out there thinking, man, I'm trying to find a solution to this someone, but they're not solution based. They don't, they just want me to listen, but I keep doing this. Like, do you have anything you can share in that regard? Yeah. So to narrow down my mind, cause it's like a bucket. I'm sure of there's all kinds so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is like the pretend situation? Ooh. Here? Oh, a situation. Okay. Let's say, should I just draw from real life? Let's see. Let's say there's <laughs> someone that has a family member who's always really struggled with the holidays. And year after year, every holiday season, there's some kind of turmoil that comes up because of past trauma. And the holidays are just always a really hard time for that person, even though they're not necessarily for uh, the other person. So what would you say to, I should have done A and B. What would you say to person A to do for person B who's going through this hard time during the holidays when they feel like they've tried maybe 
everything under the sun. Is that a, is that a specific enough example? I've... That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, and are they? I feel like I'm asking all no, these. No, this is interesting. This, this, is, situation. this is fun. We're like painting the. I know, paint the scene, right? Um, yeah. Is this a young person that's asking and looking for support? Let's say, yeah, maybe a teen, someone who's had a, enough holidays to really just not have a good experience with them, and they are struggling with kind of their family, right? The family in this situation, not feeling like yeah. they're accepted or yeah, let's what's go the, the accepted route. I think that accepted that route. Could help people. Okay. I would say looking for support is huge. So whether that is reaching out to people like friends or people that you talk to online to get those reminders that you're safe and you're wanted and you matter. I think that is huge. I think, I think looking for reminders and then also making sure you have support. So I would say, I feel like I'm just cycling in front no, of you, this like, is thinking this, this through. This is great. This, this was a specific question that just kind of came up. But I think for so many of us that we all go through things, it's all sort of relative to our life. But for a lot of us that maybe want to support the people really going through it in certain times, and a lot of the times we're the ones going through it, you know, it changes, it ebbs and, and flows. But I just wonder if you yeah, have any thoughts or things you've come across that could really reach someone supporting someone else who they feel like they've been closed out. Maybe they're about to give up trying to help this person because this person has just shut them out so much. And they feel like yeah. I'm done helping this person, but I feel like I'm the, my grandma always says, again, you're not the only pole holding up the tent, but they feel like maybe they are. And if they let it down, the tent's going to crumble. And you know, they're worried for the person. Your grandma sounds amazing. She's incredible. I, she should just host the podcast, honestly. <laughs> That's amazing. You're not the only pole holding up the tent. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm glad. Um, That's amazing. Um, I would say a couple of things. Um, If they're really struggling, I would try to point them to an org like Find Your Anchor or the Please Stay, Stay Pledge, which is basically... Like if you're really struggling, if life is becoming really hard and really heavy, this is your reminder and here are your tips to please stay in this world because you absolutely matter um, and you are not alone. Um, you know, if a person is really struggling and you notice that, one of the things that we talk about in the Be There Certificate is, you know, saying what you see, really just kind of acknowledging like, hey, you haven't really been yourself, but I really care about you and I want to check in with you. Um, I think it's really important to kind of, it really, I think, circles back to that being there in the moment and staying present with them and just saying like, hey, I'm worried about you. I really want to know that you're going to be okay. Like, what can I do for you? Like, you know, mm -hmm. and Obviously, it's a really tricky and layered thing, and it depends on the severity in which we're talking, right? Yeah. Um, but I would say if there is time, I really encourage people to take the Be There Certificate because I think it just walks you through so beautifully real-life situations, and there's real young people and even their parents sometimes talking through these sort of situations because they can be so hard to understand 
what to do. Like, what do I do? You know, like, what do I say? What do I not say? Mm. It, it becomes really hard. Yeah. Um, and this is such a big thing in everyone's lives. And it's awesome that we're talking about it more, but that also doesn't make it easier sometimes. Mm. And so I would say looking at a couple of those resources and really just whether you're the person struggling or the person helping the person struggling, looking at resources, but then also just coming back to, you know, being a human and a human, mm-hmm. talking to one yeah. another and checking in, you know? Yeah. Disconnecting maybe to connect, disconnecting from your phone. Yeah. I, I think that's so beautiful what you just said and the resources that are out there because, I mean, I know for me and you as theater people, what's wonderful about being in a show, there are many things, but my favorite is getting a script because you have a guide, you have a resource. And so it allows you to be vulnerable. And I think we live in a world where people are really afraid to be vulnerable. They're afraid to, I mean, helping someone on the street, for example, is a vulnerable thing. Just smiling at someone is very vulnerable and people don't want to do it. They just want to look at their phones because it's a little safer. So having the resources like this, everyone, please go check them out, is sort of a superpower. It gives you something to actually have in your hand. And when you're struggling, maybe to look at someone and be vulnerable, you can just have it on your phone. You can have the tips that you learned and just look down and say, okay, and recenter yourself. So I think that's so wonderful. I love, now that you said that, it reminds me of a quote in We Bought a Zoo. My brain, that's where my brain goes. Squirrel, (laughs) right? Where he's like, it takes like five seconds of courage, right? Like Mm. five seconds of courage or bravery and like something incredible could happen. And I think that's what I think of. Like if I'm in a coffee shop and I have those thoughts of like, I could, you know, ask this barista a question Mm -hmm. or I could just sit here and look at my phone. And I really have to like, even myself, and I work on this every day, I have to tell myself like, okay, what if I just asked them like, how is their day going? Like, like truly, like, how are you doing? And the times that I've done that and like taken those five seconds to be like, let's just push past that comfort zone Mm -hmm. um, have been incredible. And I not only actually have a conversation with the barista, but I learn their name and we start talking about like arts and crafts. Mm -hmm. And then the next time I go in there, it's a human to human connection Mm -hmm. more than just surface level. And so I really think it's those small, like five seconds of bravery type conversations that make all the difference. Yes, That's such a great reminder. You're reminding me to do that today because I mean, (laughs) no matter where you work, it's sort of, it's so personal. It's something you really have to put into action. And then once you do, it does become easier like anything else. It's almost a muscle you kind of work out. And yeah, my, that's the only thing I'm working out these days. And uh, <laughs> something I always would laugh at is my mom at restaurants, when the waiter would introduce themselves or server, my mom would always then introduce us around the table. And I always just thought that was so funny because the, the server is trying to go on with their job, maybe. But at the end of the day, they would really appreciate it because it is kind of seeing everybody as a human versus a transaction in life. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's a lovely reminder this time of year when we're all, well, you know, it's a, it's a lot of digital shopping now, but we're all out there running errands, doing so much, maybe getting those last minute holiday gifts. And then into the new year, we're maybe signing up for the gym, doing these things that we're pressured <laughs> to do and don't have to yeah. do, by the way. It, it's a good reminder to actually look up and just say hi to somebody or, or even at yeah. the very least smile and make eye contact because seeing people sort of is one of the biggest acts of kindness, I feel. So thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I really think this time of year, people sometimes get so involved in the gift of giving something physical, mm-hmm. but sometimes I think we forget that sometimes the gift can just be 
like being in the moment with someone mm. and like yes opening the gift but also just like talking to someone it's like that really matters like yeah. getting to talk to a relative you don't usually get to or just getting to like have some time where things are turned off and you can just be in the moment mm. um but i know i struggle with like oh gift here gift I there know. when it's like does it really matter i don't know i, know. I always go back to that scene in like the grinch and i'm like cindy yeah. lou who's like is this all there is <laughs> like where are you christmas yeah. well, um yep. i know yep i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> we're just listening to that today maybe I think all around it's just such a great reminder because while we feel the pressure to get people gifts, I try and marry the two sometimes. Sometimes giving experiences is really nice. Saying you'll take someone to a, a Broadway show. We know we would love that. Or to dinner. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like a gift and an experience. But I really do agree with what you're saying, which is just even a handwritten letter or a phone call during this time of year is something that can make wonders. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One thing that I, I would love to get into, because I know you focus so much on youth specifically and, and their mental health battles. You know, I saw the foundation's latest report. I think it was Kind Communities. Mm -hmm. And it found nearly... Three out of four young people say that their close friends are often or always uh, a source of comfort. So, yeah, you know, I would love your thoughts. And I know this is sort of a buzzy thing about the foundation that I love, which is trying not to maybe always just be rainbows and butterflies and puppies and, and kittens, but to try <laughs> and make kindness a little cooler and, and show it in a different yeah. light. I guess with that stat in mind, do you have tips for people out there. It's sort of what we were just talking about, I guess, too, to be more comfortable supporting each other. Because I think with youth, especially, it might not be quote unquote cool to stand up for somebody. That's a really good question. Um, yeah. And I, I love that stat because I think it also just speaks to young people really seem to be the most comfortable kind of in, in their groups, like in their community, which is often other young people. Well, the stat is sort of proving that the the young people actually maybe are doing something a bit more right. So yeah. <laughs> maybe what have you seen there that we can apply as adults to be more comfortable kind of just supporting each other? 
Yes. I think young people (laughs) often are doing it way better than adults. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of young people seem to be really in touch with one another. And I mean, that's great to hear, you know, it's incredible. Like, I really feel like the people that are growing up right now seem so aware of not only each other, but the world Mm -hmm. and what's happening and kind of like what really matters and kind of the humanity aspect. Mm -hmm. And I think that has been one of the most incredible things in working with young people is I think young people are often underestimated sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hate that. And so I love actually getting to talk with them and giving them a platform because I think a lot of times they have the answers, but they doubt that they have the answers. Mm. And so I think we learn a lot just by elevating them. And they remind us like, hey, it's okay that you're struggling. It's Mm. okay that you don't feel great. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be angry. Mm -hmm. But it's also okay to like call up your friend and be like, hey, I feel awful. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hang out and feel awful together? I just think I just think trusting that young people know a lot more than we think they know yeah. is really important. Yeah, you're so right. It's that childlike magic almost. I mean, we were walking in our apartment building the other day and we saw a neighbor who we'd never met, but you know, we'd seen around many times. And it's it's sort of one of those things where maybe they're looking at their phone, you look up, they look up. And then yeah. it's like by the time you decide to maybe say hi, you've both kind of missed the moment and passed each other. And cue the lawnmower outside my building, which happens almost every time (laughs) I record. It's fine. It's not the person I'm talking about. But I saw this person the other day with their child and such a cute kid, like ran over and was dancing and came up to us and asked asked a random question. And it was that that sort of allowed us to then talk and actually get to know each other. So there is something so special in kids that's very pure and has to be protected, but at the same time maybe can be emulated in a safe way. And all of us, you know, with just maybe we break out in a dance on the street and then we're all dancing right? together. Maybe don't do that. I, don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that pure joy. Yeah. It's like they feel it and they aren't afraid. And then they start to get into their teens. And, they, and then I think we do see that where like the world is telling them one thing and they're like, but what if I don't want that? What if I don't want to be that? Mm. Um, and so I think that also comes into a lot of stories where it's, well, you don't have to be that, right? You can be this. Like there are options and it's up to you to kind of forge your own path. And I think it's incredible to see young people believe in themselves in that way and then make changes at 18. I think it's incredible. They're like doing policy in Uh, California. It's incredible. Well, looking at, I guess, those personal stories, do you have a a story from someone you've sort of seen be uplifted? It can be during the holidays or not from the Born This Way Foundation that, that just really hits your heart that you wouldn't mind sharing and that you're able to share let's see i'm sure there's so many (laughs) there's so many different stories well any anything that touches your heart that's kind of stuck with you there's the first one that pops into your head or if it helps it can be maybe holiday driven if there's something in the files of your brain along that line too so i teach writing i do storytellers club and teach people how to share their stories once a month is what we do right now virtually and So I've had a couple people all year attend every month. And a few months ago, one of the 
young men that were there was like, I just want you to know that this is really the only time that I interact with other people every month. Um, And I was like, well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing that with me. That's amazing. Um, And thank you for feeling more confident every month in talking about yourself and what you're writing. And he's been with us every single month since February and seeing the transformation from February until December has been incredible. He barely talked much uh, last year at the beginning of this year. And um, now he shares his entire piece that he's written in our virtual sessions. And so I think it's really cool to hear that we're creating these spaces where people feel safe and feel like they can have a community, even if it's, you know, a Zoom box, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's better than not having anybody. And I think that's so cool to see that people have kind of woven together around this idea of storytelling and feel really confident that they want to keep sharing and they want to keep talking to one another. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite stories. I love that. That's so heartwarming as I keep trying to mute myself with the lawnmower, <laughs> which I'll hopefully <laughs> minimize for you listeners. But it reminds me too. It just it just has to be one person. It just takes one person. I feel like I'm Lady Gaga on the press tour for A Star Is Born. Where right? she, did you see that edit? It's like <laughs> yeah, it could be 99 people. I love that so much, and it's so true. I do too. Because it just takes it one person. If just one person believes in you deep enough and strong enough, believes in you. What musical is that? Oh my gosh! Um, I, well, I don't know. Trivia. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Charlie Brown. I actually for- oh, forgot. Oh, Charlie is Brown. It, or is it Seussical? Is it? Let us know, everyone at home. <laughs> is it <laughs> Seuss? Seuss? Which one is it? Uh, you know, <laughs> we were also okay. getting into how New Year's mm-hmm. can be daunting. Starting a new year, I think, especially when you're, yeah. you're struggling with your mental health, it's sort of, it feels like it should be a reset, but then it comes along with all these pressures of, of kind of having this brand new sparkling self walk into 2024. Do you have any tips for releasing these pressures and maybe entering with a healthier mindset? I Sorry for all these big questions. I'm like, what is the I meaning know, of like, life? What is the meaning of life? <laughs> um, the pursuit of happiness and joy. I know. And no one really has the answers. I think it's just exploring and, and talking about these things. It's so helpful. But I love these questions, though. I think remembering that you can have goals, you can have to-dos, you can have aspirations, but it's important to remember that you're also enough where you are right now today without changing one hair on your head, one ounce of what's happening in your bubble. Like you are enough, you are good where you are and you can absolutely change, you can evolve, you can work on things, but you don't have to. Like that doesn't have to be the thing that you judge yourself against. Like you are not based Like your worth is not based on whether or not you hit the gym every day or you hit those 10 goals for 2024, you know, like people and people think that way. I think that way sometimes, too. And Mm. it's releasing that pressure of I have to be perfect. I have to do all these things. It's like, no, you have to take care of yourself. You Mm. have to put your oxygen mask on. Yes. You know what I mean? Come on, Nanny. Have you come on? (laughs) Have you found ways (laughs) to do that, you know, the hows. I mean, sometimes for some people, it's putting a sticky note on the wall. So when they wake up, they just see it says you are enough. It's like little reminders. Do you have anything like that? I love little reminders. I love 
affirmations. I love, because obviously there's going to be moments where you're feeling really good with yourself, right? And so find those moments when you have them. I would encourage you to like write it down either on a post-it or write like a really short few sentences in a journal so that when you're having a bad day, you can go back and be like, oh, this is just a bad day. This isn't a bad life. This is, I'm good. I'm fine. I was having a really good day here. I'm, I'm really awesome. I have it. Like, it's going to be okay. And so I'm a firm believer in writing down those positive thoughts and putting them in places where you can be reminded so you have something on those rough days. So you can remember like, no, you're good. You're great. Like, yes. it's just a rough day. Yes. There's this amazing casting director, Holly, from the Wojcik team, shout out, who took me through this kind of transformative experience once. It was so simple. She just had everyone think about the best day of their life when they sort of felt like I the best selves, quote unquote, or one of the best. And, you know, you went through the five senses and kind of wrote down how you felt. You sort of relived it. And then she said, A, when you're feeling down, go and read through this and just relive it. And B, walk into every room with the energy of this. So sort of find these ingredients and try and like cook them up every time you enter a new space, if you can, authentically. And it's similar to what you were just saying, I think, sort of, we have that energy, you know, we, we have that, that positivity in us, and it doesn't have to be toxic, but it can sort of be conjured up daily enough to remind us that there's always going to be those moments too, you know, yeah, to fall back on. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I love what you were just saying. Uh, it also, you know, talking about New Year's, Happy New Year's, everyone, although it's Well, people of the future, if you're listening to this in 2024, thank you. Hello. We're glad you're here. Is it better? No, it's, it probably is, but it's great. Everything's great. (laughs) Does your team have any like resolutions or mantras going into the new year? Sort of, do you guys set or do all of you? I'm trying not to say, do you guys anymore? I feel like guys is ingrained in my head, but I know it is, you know, Yeah. but do you all have anything or any themes for the new year? Do you sort of set those? as a team? We do sometimes. Um, I think we can always do better, right? Mm-hmm. All of us can always do better and uh, try new things. I think I, we, I think one of the things, it's, it's kind of more of a literal thing. We really want to work um, with young people more. Um, so we're really exploring ways to kind of work with schools more mm-hmm. and work in kind of school settings to interact with people that maybe don't know about us, don't know the resources we have. Um, And that way it will give more opportunities for kind of what we were talking about, that face-to-face, human-to-human, like, how are you doing? Like, you doing okay? Um, And so I would say goals would be working with young people more. I would say continuing to make kindness cool Mm -hmm. and validate that young people are so incredible um and just continue to really try to spread the message of kindness and bravery into the world because i feel like it's simple but it can still be hard Mm. and i think everybody could use a little bit of sprinkle of kindness you know i just think think it's really important oh yeah come on we gotta be a sprinkle covered cupcake we can't just be vanilla (laughs) well we can be that's okay too but we can add some sprinkles i love absolutely (laughs) you know when i think about kindness in the arts someone who that first comes to mind who i think is sitting right at that intersection is obviously lady gaga and the work all of you are doing and since it kind of for me i always think stems down from the top i would love to know 
what specifically you feel like you've learned about kindness from her leadership, her and her mother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say that I've learned that no matter kind of where you fall, you matter. Um, and a lot can happen in a few minutes. So those mm. few minutes of kindness, those few minutes of conversation, they can they can change so much for a person. Um, so I think I've really learned that. I've really learned that, but I've also learned, I would say that, you know, making kindness cool can be cool, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think it's really cool to see young people hear that and take that in and kind of like have an awakening, awakening like, oh, yeah, this can be really cool. This can be fun. This can be epic. This can be awesome. Um, and it doesn't have to just be like, be kind. Cool. We're done. <laughs> like, it can be it can be like a continued mission it can be kind of like an embodiment of who you are like you can just be kind to one another and i also think you can be kind but still hold your ground mm. and advocate for yourself mm -hmm. i don't think they're mutually exclusive and i think i think just being kind is is just so important oh i love that well i think that you're cool mariah not carrie oh thanks and right <laughs> I loved sharing this little slice of the virtual world with you. I just have one final question. It's a it's a tiny one. What is the meaning of life? Oh, I'm just kidding. Just, no. <laughs> just I was like, okay, let's go. I was like, let's should go. I be too real with this? No, no. My my last question is kind of in line with what you were just saying, which is mm -hmm. just saying be kind is great, but it's sort of a little bit more. I would say grounding if you can provide resources like y'all are doing i don't i keep saying y'all i'm not from the south but i i love dolly parton so that's probably too. why i do too i'm like all right i'm like y'all like, come you know. on stumble out of bed <laughs> and i come through the kitchen yep nine to five i love to end <laughs> with a tangible kindness tip so like yeah. we're saying you know saying be kind is great but do you have anything for listeners that you would love for them to include into their their daily life or their week or their month that would just make the world a kinder place maybe something they can bravely go out there and do like just smiling at people on the street yeah you put me into like a mind spiral i'm like hmm, mm. this is a good one i would say two things i would Ooh, say <laughs> i'm ready it's a two-parter ready, ready? Yeah. okay <laughs> um i would say do one kind thing for yourself hopefully every day but once a week would be awesome mm. um and really allow yourself to kind of push all your to-dos and notifications and life responsibilities like off your plate and just listen to yourself and go, okay, what do I need? Like, do I need a nap? Mm -hmm. Do I need a cup of coffee? Do I need to just like knit something for a minute? Like, mm -hmm. what do you need to kind of recenter yourself? Um, and I would say giving yourself that space and that time and that reminder is huge. I would say the second part is looking outside yourself. So I would say oxygen mm -hmm. mask on first, mm -hmm. you know, check in with yourself, because I do think if your bucket is empty, you can't really give kindness mm -hmm. because you're not being kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think oxygen mask on first. And then the second part is I really think that kind of five seconds of going outside your comfort zone is huge. Um, and I think whether you are on the subway, 
you're in a coffee shop, you're even online, like giving someone a compliment or trying to start any type of interaction, I think is huge because I think we are, I think we kind of lack human interaction because it's hard sometimes, like authentic interaction mm-hmm. can be scary. And so we shy away, we put our phone up, but I think that five seconds of just pushing through is huge and can make all the difference and not just your day, but someone else's. Mm, I love the five second reminder. I think that's so tangible. Yeah. And in this world where everything's sort of instantaneous, I think five seconds is something we can handle. So I, I really appreciate that. And I think also an act of kindness to others is, is an act of kindness to yourself because there is data yeah. that shows it comes back to you. I mean, when you help someone else, when you call someone to check in, it does fill you up. So while you don't want to give from an empty cup ever, because then it's not maybe authentic, it is a nice incentive to give to others because it, it comes back yeah. to you. It's not why you should do it uh, or why not? I don't know. It, it's a nice, it's nice. <laughs> it's a good full circle thing. And to hit this yeah. baby full circle, I just want to thank you for everything that you and the Born This Way Foundation are doing. I, I think we need more people like you. We need less people mowing their lawns. <laughs> and and yeah, we're, I'm I'm just very grateful I got to speak with you and learn more about the foundation. And if there's anything else you would like to leave us with from your work, please chime in. But other than that, I I just want to say thank you. Yeah, and thank you so much also for having me for having these conversations and asking these awesome questions and having this podcast. I think we need more of this in life, and so I think. That's fantastic. Uh, last thoughts. Let's oh, see. thank you. Um, you're so welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's so fun to listen to these. Um, that's what I did last night. I was just oh. listening to episodes and and wrapping presents. <gasps> that's so, so sweet. Oh, it was great. Oh, who did you listen me? to? Not to put you. Oh, on the spot. me and you and Megan Hilty. Um, <gasps> that was an interesting let, one for me. Let me be your star. Let me be your star. I love that one. She was your yes. star in the um, tree. Also, let's see, Katie. Um, High School Musical, Musical, <gasps> Wicked. Oh, love um, her. She was so sweet. Yes. Um, I was just kind of going through them. Yeah, I was I'm, just like, I'm just curious. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're so fun. Oh, um, I'm glad. And I think we need these conversations. So yeah, last, I guess things would be, be kind to one another, mm. be kind to yourself. Do something for five seconds that pushes your comfort zone because I think a lot can come out of that. Yeah. And you know what you're making me think too is, Everybody at home, ask yourself what kindness means to you, because then you'll you'll know how to be kind to yourself. And a lot of the work you all y'all are doing y'all. is about awareness and awareness is sort of the key to unlocking a lot of this. So I love those reminders. I hope you're kind to yourself this holiday season and spread all the cheer and have all the Christmas cookies. Do you have a favorite holiday cookie? Oh, my God. Oh, man. I really am. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a really nice decorated sugar cookie because they're pretty. Yes. Um, or just, the, just you? the dough. Honestly, Mariah, I'll be, I'll be real. I have just been making edible cookie dough. I made it last night. It's in the fridge. Just cookie dough, like spoonfuls of cookie dough. Pure butter, pure sugar, and chocolate chips. Full of sugar. Let's go, Mary Poppins. Let's... We should have been like tallying these. Well, I'm gonna like... do it as I edit this, and I'll let you know yeah. how many we can. We Please can guess. Do. Everybody at home, you should have been guessing and I'll let you know the answer and I'll let you know what you won. And I got news for you. It was this podcast episode. So thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Thank you for being here. And again, I just, yeah, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for making this world a better place. Absolutely. Thank you for all your work. I really appreciate everything you you do. Oh, thank you. 
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details